Hello, guys. Welcome back to our 15th episode of Cutting Deals. Uh, in today's episode, we have my very good client and gambling friend, Jordan. <laughs> so, guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show, man. Yes, it's going to be a car family. edition episode. So, yeah. if you guys are mm-hmm. into cars, yeah. how about your boy, Jordan? Yes, sir. Tell us more about yourself, Jordan. Well, um, yeah, I'm in the car industry. I just I moved here back in 2000 and. 10 2009 2010 from montreal born and raised in montreal mm. um always just i felt like i was born under the hood you know my father loved cars always just had me around them growing up um and then i always wanted to be in business and uh i love sales my father taught me a lot about sales and just follow your passion and that's what i've done so that's where i'm at now what was your first job first job oh shit um actually funny enough it was an apprentice at a at a tuner shop Oh, sick. I, actually, you know what? I shouldn't say that was like my first official job. But what mm. I, at the age of twelve, I'll never forget. Like I was, my father had some some serious whips back mm. in the day. Like he he hustled hard, he earned it, and uh, and you know he he spoiled himself. And mm. and he told me one day we were washing. The way we bond is we would actually. He had like a three car. He did you know drain garage, so we'd wash the cars in the garage, mm. have the music going. That was like house bonding, right? And he, mm. I remember one day he told me he says, you know, you're getting to that age now where you can work. I was like, I think I was 12 or 11, 12 at the time. <laughs> 12 years old. No, that's how I was. He's like, yo, he's like, he, he's like, I'm the youngest of, I think he said seven siblings. And like, we, they, they he's like, we used to fight over food. Like literally. Like they they would look, they you would have look seven brothers to, and sisters? No, that was my, my father. Oh, okay. Right? Mm. So he's, he was the youngest. He's like, we used to literally fight off over food. And like, he's like, I've made this of my life. If you mm. think I'm just gonna hand it to you, like it's not gonna happen. Mm. See, I feel like nice. that's like the best way to like raise kids nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like kids nowadays, it's just like, here's a whip, you know? Here's like, yeah, a, here you go. here's yeah, a benzo, yeah. and then that's it. That's why, like, like a lot of the kids that um, we're trying to teach right now, we're trying to teach them a lot of like the things that your dad taught. You know what I'm saying? Responsibility, yeah, like Responsibility, hard work, yeah, and hard work. Stuff. Like, like not humility. everything's easy, you know. No, and being an entrepreneur and starting young, and but it is. I gotta say, to me, it's a double-edged sword. If you look at it, like step back and generalize generally like so if you give your kid too much it becomes spoiled mm-hmm. right and it just like becomes like a shithead or whatever you just you know what i mean mm-hmm. oh, can i swear so or or you know like for me i'm not to say but i mean we all make our own decisions and stuff um and for me it was like okay so i i want what he's got and i'm looking at all these rims and cars and convertibles mm-hmm. and pool and, and i'm like i want that and i want it now and you know then you see the mtv cribs and all yeah. this stuff and then so i ended up the first job that i really did was he says you know you got this garage that mm-hmm. I, I can't i'm not going to give you nothing but he's like you can use my garage and you can start a car wash company you like washing cars mm-hmm. so i went on the computer he said i'll help you he made, we made a flyer i went door to door knocking mm-hmm. on the door hey jordan's car care well, and that's pretty dope. Oh, that's i love that dope, man. bro yeah. that's so yeah. sick how old were you when you did this uh 11. Yeah. Oh, that's 11, so 11 sick. See, time. I didn't have a garage at 11, so yeah. <laughs> I'll probably do something like that too, though, yeah. if I had a garage. Like, but his dad had yeah. something and he gave him like an opportunity yeah. to do it. Yeah, you that's know? that's sick that you did that as a kid. Yeah, I mean, but he also taught me, like, like he's like, you want my help? You want to use my garage? You want to use my products? At the end of the day, after whatever many cars you do, this is what I'm taking back. Oh, no, he says you gotta go towards like like your. So he uh, actually supply. made you pay rent and stuff like that. Well, like supply costs, yeah. How, you know, yeah. They would add Yo, that is water, so sick. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I actually really. saw a guy talking about this on TikTok, and like he's like some like billionaire guy, and he said that the way he gives his kids money is through work. Like let's say even like they do the dishes, right? Okay, well, once you do the dishes, so there's tier on what he does. Mm-hmm. So basically, if the the job is bigger, then he'll pay the kids more. In mm-hmm. a sense, so they just so they have that in their head where like it's instilled that you have to work for the money it's, and stuff. And let's say they want to buy shoes for themselves, instead yeah. of buying the shoes for the kid, like the kid has to do let's say the dishes ten times or something, you know, or like some things like that, just so yeah. they could save up. Yeah. So, what well, kind of cars did your dad have? Oh well, when I was, I have a picture that I always uh, like. I look like like look back at because i'm like that's probably where this sickness started with cars mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like i'm under the hood of his he had a yellow firebird 
with the you know like Vin Diesel with the blower and the three mm-hmm. loop, like every time mm-hmm. you put the yeah. gas yeah. <laughs> so we had that and then I, I have a picture like I was literally like like literally in my diapers sitting on the like you know the, side, the corner of the hood underneath and he's got his you know his shirt off he's in his shorts and we're looking I guess my mom had just popped her head in I said, hey, hey, boys, and we both look at it. I've got like this wrench in my hand. And <laughs> Yo, that's pretty that's, sick, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually so dope. I'll, I'll send you guys that picking. Yeah, that's yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll let Lauren uh, edit the whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just uh, show it for the shorts, in, you know? Right? But, you, know, you know, it's funny to say, but like even stuff like that, like pictures, I find uh, like as much as I like, you know, Instagram helps, obviously, but I don't post it nearly enough. Like I maybe, mm-hmm. you know, a few a year. But uh, like I've actually, when I've gone to my biggest job interviews, that's helped me you know take a step forward in this industry like big mm. leaps i'm mm. talking was i would literally like not just an interview like i came like prepared like correct like with, mm. with a presentation mm-hmm. and i literally say like and at the end of it even when we if i felt we had that you know rapport which i usually do but that's another thing is you know that my father told me sell yourself before anything mm-hmm. like you have to you know before you think of anything don't think about the commission don't think about what you're going to sell them mm. just think about how, how like selling yourself to them and not but in a, in a mm-hmm. genuine way not yeah. like don't be mm-hmm. fake and shit yeah. so anyway so but yeah like at the end of, of, my, of my presentations and graphs and stuff i had like i, I made like a collage mm. of all the cars that have been around my whole life that i've had a picture just randomly or, mm. or taken next to right so yeah bro even like uh with everything like first impression is everything yeah mm-hmm. you know like when i first meet somebody and like even with business like i could tell because like especially now like a lot more people want to do business with us and do all these things and like just the intentions that they have is not like it's Genuine. not pure sometimes yeah. right a lot, a lot like, of times like you could you could you could feel it when someone is is in there just for you know just for the money and like just for the growth and they see your growth exponentially and they just want to be a part of the wave because they see that you did it but before all that things you didn't matter to them yeah they, they didn't see the, the struggle you know like yeah. they didn't see like shit. in the beginning like when they first met us you know they're just like okay like they're just these guys are just barbers or whatever and then all of a sudden you know like we're growing like we keep growing growing like opening another store and like seeing the the barbershops becoming real busy and stuff mm-hmm. and then now more people will be like yo i'll give you like 200 grand or 300 grand to open up like four stores right away but I want fifty percent or like sixty yeah. percent of that. Remember, shit. I was telling you about you know this. How like, like they wanted to uh, like franchise like the barbershop, and yeah. me and Leo were just like, "Man, if you open up like five barbershop right now, the quality of you it will it down. go down exactly." Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. have you guys seen that movie, The Founder, with like McDonald's? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The exact same thing happened, right? Mm-hmm. They opened a bunch of stores that people didn't care about. And then once they opened it, it's just like the the founder actually visited all those locations and he's just like, what the hell are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. You know? So it doesn't really matter that like, you know, there's like people wanting to do business with you, but they, it needs to be like for the right cause. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, genuine. And I think you guys have to have the same vision on like the end goal of what it yeah. is. Yeah. 100%. You know? Because like some people just want to, like they see you as like, okay, this is this is like a good situation and I could sit my money on this instead of sitting on the bank whatsoever. But if you don't really care about the whole operation, like that's going to fail. You know what I mean? Like just because you spend like a million dollars on the business doesn't mean it's going to succeed. No, you know? no. You know what I mean? But a lot of people think just because you have a lot of capital you could actually turn your business into like amazing, even just franchising or something, right? Just because you're about to franchise doesn't mean that your business is booming. Like, look at what happened to like uh, Osmos. Remember when Osmos was just like, just like, you just like you couple stores, yeah. right? And then now you're just like, once the last time you've been to Osmos, but they yeah. have like freaking 10 times a lot more stores. Yeah, the quality is not the same. Oh, the yeah. quality is terrible. I've, I've you know, heard, yeah. I used to love Osmos, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never been. Yeah, I've never been, so I don't know. I, this is new for me because, like, a lot of stuff like that you guys have here that we didn't have in Montreal. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, but vice versa, like we had, I, I, I'm and I'm blown away, surprised why they don't have them here in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Is um, uh, Dagwoods? What so it's like it's like Subway, but like straight up, like fresh, fresh. Like you have fresh baguette buns, and they take like the meat and they cut it with a slicer in front no of you way. no yeah, way it's just so fresh and it's it's bomb and it's cheap and it's it was and that was our that was our jam man but here i was like where's the dag was like oh subway or quiznos and quiznos is yeah or, t- or mr sub <laughs> tell us more options. about like the process of uh, how to become like a, a car salesman like with onvic and all this oh, stuff yeah well <laughs> so well generally it's it's uh it's pretty straightforward and easy going for mm. for uh, people but unfortunately my my situation was a little different because like i was saying about that double-edged sword um it 
kind of works in the wrong way when you're too hard on your kids. And then they're like, mm-hmm. but I had that hunger mm-hmm. that I wanted to, you know, I wanted to get rich now, you mm-hmm. know? So I was like, and then I go to high school or I guess it was like junior high or whatever, but middle school. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, you see opportunities. You didn't go to high school? No, like middle, what do we call it? From after grade six, there's... There's seven, eight, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then high school, and then nine, and then, right? yeah, yeah. But we don't, we don't, we only have eleven. We don't have twelve. Oh, say words. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so you didn't finish your high school really? at all. Well, I finished. No, I finished. But mm. I'm just, my my point to that was when when I got in grade seven, so out of elementary school, mm-hmm. that's when around the time eleven, twelve was mm-hmm. when I had that conversation with my my pops, and uh, and then I went grade seven, you know, and you start, you know, you seeing people doing some stuff, and you know, I saw opportunity, right, and yeah. then. And and to make some money and and but then I guess when you're young you're wild you're careless, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I should have I should have listened to my parents when they said and it's, and it's so cliche but it's I can't stress enough how important it is to that what you do now affects your future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so you know any any anyone listening that's thinking of whatever you know doing something that's you know first of all nothing's quick and easy it it takes time it takes hard work perseverance and 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 just keeping clean man. and and you know uh yeah because i i had to pay for it for a long time still am i'm, I'm trying to i'm you know my situation i'm yeah, trying to get yeah. somewhere and i can't and it's yeah, just yeah. difficult you know yeah. so onvic yeah you usually onvic license takes a month mm. me it took me five years over, uh, over five years. i used to be a, i used to be a lot guy actually i don't know if you didn't oh, know this no, no. yeah so i did i did like uh, i was bro, a, leo did all the jobs bro, in the world, man. <laughs> this guy yeah. was like yeah. he used to clean trucks like inside of the trucks yeah, and stuff I, like I, that. I used to clean truck i used to work for koala where like uh so basically the the trucks that we see that that sends all the let's say the liquid stuff the chemical stuff even human waste all that stuff i cleaned the inside of that oh, truck fuck. you know so <laughs> like I did on the that tanks one. Yeah, yeah the tanks i cleaned those Oh, that shit was the worst. Ooh, thank Bro, you. the funniest <laughs> the funniest story I have is so I used to work with a guy and he was my age at the time. At the time, I was how old at the time? I think I was like 21, 22. And this guy doesn't have a sense in his nose anymore. Like he can't smell. Yeah, he can't oh. smell anymore. And the only way he could shit. sense something, if it's something's chemical and something's like, let's say like like food grade or anything, is through his mouth. Oh so he'd go like this. Nice. He, was, he was like a snake. He'd be like, oh like you know? Yeah. He'd be like, so imagine if it's poo-poo times, you oh know? So he'd, be like, he'd be like, oh, this is the poo-poo truck. Damn. Like, so, but like, yeah, I see that. And then after that, that's when I became... <laughs> it's true, bro. Yeah, no, I know. Yo, Leo would always tell me about this guy. He's like, man, he looks like he's like, you know, in his 50s and he's only my age. His face is like this. Yeah, like, and, he's like this and he's like this. Meh, meh, meh. Bro, two people died in that place like a year before I worked there. Why would you go for this job, bro? Bro, I didn't, I was in a job agency and then, so yeah, I was working to a job agency whatever. and then like, uh, the time was good. The hours were good because the hours was at six and I'll finish at two. Well, that's how they got you. You know right? what I mean? And I was like, yo, <laughs> sick, you know? And I was getting paid 21 bucks at the time, $21 an hour and like other warehouse jobs was only getting paid what like 13 14 dollars yeah, at the yeah, time yeah. And, but yeah after like a couple two months i'm like yo i don't want to do this because they made me shave my beard <laughs> what? yeah because like so I, you have to wear the yeah, ventilator exactly mask. so they they, they try to train me oh, to do yeah. the chemicals one and i was like yo i don't want to do the chemicals one this is where people died you know what i'm saying so i didn't want to do it and like, like so, no, so what happened with those two people that died like so what happened was and he was filipino actually the guy that passed away and he went inside the tank and he wasn't wearing uh the right the right like yeah. yeah like safety safety stuff and he inhaled so much chemicals that he passed out so usually you're supposed to have two people working at the truck at the same time yeah. and the guy that he was working with i guess wasn't paying attention and then he saw that his boy was like dying i guess and then they both died because he oh, went to try to save him and then they they both inhaled enough toxins where they both died Damn. That's yeah, but anyways, with a lot shit. So, it's funny you say something like that because mm-hmm. when I first moved here mm-hmm. from Montreal, um, I, I, I was looking for a job. My father, he's in the sign business, mm-hmm. so he's like, I can get you a job. It's not anything like glorious or anything, but you know, maybe gets your foot into like my business. I'm like, all right, I'm open. I get you know, gotta stay active and busy and out of trouble mm-hmm. and shit. And it was got me a job in a factory where they they manufacture the signs mm-hmm. as a, a prepper. So a prepper, what they do is once the aluminum is all done and molded, then I got to take like a, a, I guess a sander 
and I would just put a you know pad on, and it would just grind metal all day, and it's so hot. And I, and then you want you to wear oh, a mask. I'm like, see? I don't want to wear a mask because then you start breaking out, oh, right? Yeah. And I'm like, so yeah, like, but they're like, yo, you're breathing. I've aluminum. done that too. I've Dust. actually done that. I've I've melt metals before. I used to do radiators. I used to build radiators, and I had to build radiators from scratch. Where there's eight different lines where we have to take shifts. So we do two hours. Uh, what's it called two hours and then uh, an hour and an hour and an hour switching eight rolls. Yeah. Right. See? And we have to melt metals. You know what I mean? So like I remember, bro, it was so bad. So there was a there was an oven where you had to build the the radiators and you could feel the, the fire heat. coming yeah. out when you God when you damn. do it. Mm-hmm. See, that's also like I'm so thankful for it because like, bro, the only job I've ever had in my life there was actually three jobs. Like I used to flip burgers and I became like a like a supervisor for that. And then I was a server and then a barber. Which, That's bar- it. which burger joint? Um, Quick shout out. South Street Burger. No, South Street Burger. South Street. Yeah. Bro, that place is bomb. But mm-hmm. like my point is like, you know, Leo had to go through all these things yeah. and then basically told me, yo, like. Don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah. Do this instead. Yeah, you know? Luigi got blessed, bro. bro That's I got blessed. I, 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 got, I got baby hands, bro. I, I, I tell him all the time, like, you should, <laughs> like, even, t- skin, even today, we're like, yo, you should just take, you know, like a couple days off and work at a warehouse for two days. Yeah. Fuck the pay. Hell you know what I'm no. saying? Just for you to appreciate what you have. Because yeah. sometimes Luigi could be such a soft fast you know like no but like i know i understand but like it's just you, like when you see like you're just super soft sometimes bro, when, when you see things. so many people in one day like you get mentally drained oh, does yeah, that make sense sure. oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's, what that's why like i tell, try to tell my you know family all the time it's like they're like oh you know you should be hit like when i first moved here and i was at the factory i was in mm. the best shape ever because i would just factory life in the morning mm-hmm. get off at three gym Right mm. now, oh, it's like i was fit as hell too right you? right because yeah. uh, you're, you're not yeah. you, you have no you know like talking with people mm-hmm. at the end of the day of sales it's like it's not even physically it's yeah, just, it's just yeah, mentally, yeah. Like, mentally even, even barbering yeah. too barbering is a mental game it's for a me. mental game yeah. you know holy me and leo used to do like like numbers numbers at the other shop and like we're kind of getting there like here mm-hmm. but like i would do days where like we'd be hitting like certain numbers and i just feel so drained yeah. well, and i'd come home and i'd be like yo i don't want anyone talking to me i just want to put on yeah. like a basketball game and just because you're just talking just to people watch all day no like, i think right now too is because the responsibility right? is different so yeah. like now we're, we're responsible for a lot more people mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like now we have like nine employees and then on opening the second store now we're gonna have 14 employees yeah just barbers expanding man you know yeah but like before like when me and luigi would be like as a barber let's say i'll have i I did 44 haircuts one time in one day right yeah Yeah, i did 44 haircuts one time and i was perfectly fine mentally whatever you know you're probably in the zone yeah i was just physically i was just i was physically drained 100 but here let's say like i do 20 right on top of everything that's happening, I feel more tired doing that twenty than that forty. 40 yeah, because of mental. all the resp- because of all the responsibilities that we have to finish. Yeah, you well, know, yo, it's kind of crazy how even like, yo, Jordan's seen our growth. If oh, you think yeah. about it, like yeah. you started yeah. coming literally probably like a month in. I don't remember many of these. Being these like, guys, right? Because yeah. or even these setups, like what is it? was it? I remember there. Patrick. Oh no! So we had these guys already too, but. They weren't full time. Yeah, yeah. they were. They weren't full time, and they weren't as booming. Right. Yeah. You know, so like you, you really don't feel the presence of these chairs because it wasn't being utilized. Now now it's just nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just like it's 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 good. good. That's what I'm saying. So that's why it's a blessing that in a span of like a year and like four months, like we're capable of opening a second. That's huge, man. You know what I mean? Like, Like, and I gotta say, like (laughs) I've been, I've been, yeah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm. Freaking, you know, just just makes me amp just thinking about it, you know? Yeah, Yeah, because like just just everything that's been happening, like, you know, like I'm super grateful for because especially like where we come from and stuff, you know, like my mom being so proud and my older brother, you know, being so proud too. Like it's just being able to take care of the people that's really the most important to you is like the best like blessings Mm -hmm. that's ever given. Yeah, that's the only thing that at the end of the day really matters. So Mm -hmm. all this materialistic stuff and stuff. And that's Mm -hmm. why I always constantly tell when I'm with my family, I'm like, this is the moment that matters. Nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, before, after, I don't Mm -hmm. want to, my my mom is known for going back all the time. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. It's done. Water on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Now, here, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. And in the future, and then you get, if you get too caught up on the future, like, oh, I want this, I want that, mm-hmm. you, you miss on what's happening right, exactly. right now. Exactly. Like, yeah. being in the present is a skill. Huge, huge. You know, because, like, I don't know who told me that. Someone told me that, like, I think, like, a couple of years ago, because I was always just on the go. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, making all this loot and stuff, but I never appreciate the presence that I'm in, yeah. you know? But now, like, 
every moment like it's just like like i have moments where i remember where i just sit still and i'm just like man i'm super grateful that i'm capable of doing certain things like even at, especially at the new shop right like me and kevin would just sit down and just be like whoa man like we used to just be on our couch you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. you know what i mean so like me and kevin would just be having this this talk and we're like yo like i can't believe we're doing this yeah. and stuff you know that's a great and like get, being able to meet like you you know like being able to meet all the clients that we have you know, obviously, like, not all our clients we have the same relationship yeah. with, but, like, we have certain clients where we feel very connected to because of yeah. all the goals that we have. Even though we're in different businesses, like, I feel like we have, like, the common goals, you know? Like, yeah. Just being able to provide is, like, a, it's a Seeing huge Seeing our brothers succeed yeah. and uh, and just supporting one another. You exactly, because, I mean? like, a lot of people just become envious when they, mm -hmm. they see you yeah. moving forward, you know? Yeah. Because they feel like they're being left behind and, you know, like, just because you're in the same industry or whatever, like, you know what I mean? For sure you see that in your industry, right? I, I just you know? happen to be in a big way. Like even some people that you work with mm -hmm. that, That's crazy. That, that have, that have been doing it for longer, have a, you know, bigger, you know, whatever position or whatever. And then they just see you move in a certain way. They're like, Whoa. Right. And mm -hmm. sometimes too much success too quickly. It, it, and I, and I remember hearing this once and it was like, what's worse, worse than hate is envy hate mm -hmm. is from a distance envy mm -hmm. is like right next to you exactly so that's even worse you know what i mean i'd rather yeah, take hate me all you want from outside whatever right mm -hmm. but from 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 internal and it's happened a few times and through my path to where i am now where it's like i'm so i because I, I i don't try not to block or hide or keep anything from people mm -hmm. i wear my heart on my sleeve mm -hmm. and I, i'm just completely open right mm -hmm. so it's like i kind of give maybe sometimes people say too much of myself but you know that that's what I guess, and I, but I don't expect it in return. It's mm -hmm. just like yeah, I, me I too. Like I, I feel the same way, man. Like I feel like I'm an open book, bro. Like you know, like when I first meet a person, like I would tell them exactly who I am as a person and like my admirations and my dreams and stuff. Not be not because. I'm becoming arrogant or whatever, you know, like, cause some people could say, okay, like this is what I want in life. Like I want a, a Lambo or I want this and this. And then a guy could really just feel like, oh yeah, this guy's arrogant. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or like this guy is materialistic or this guy's this and this and this. But like realistically, this is the things that keeps me driven. You know what I mean? Like kiss me, it keeps my drive going in a sense. You no, know, having goals is good. And, 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 and I always believe in manifesting and believing in yourself and then having a s strong support team is, is important too. But I also believe that you'll get, back what you put out there mm -hmm. so and and yeah as far as like people like you know so many people are so quick to judge bro they see somebody hop out of a ferrari mm -hmm. and you know what i mean they, they think one certain way mm -hmm. you know and then you, you see somebody don't even see you if you pull out of something else right mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. and people this guy in 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 whatever car you know like a, in a prius could have a lot more things to say than the guy in a ferrari and vice versa so it's exactly. like mm -hmm. you know you just i always believe that you never judge i've had i've had enough clients that you know other sales guys from and, and i want to say which dealers or what but they'll mm. come to me and they'll say i went to this one really known big store and they won't even i was there for a half hour walking around nobody would even say hi to me and see then you? and then they come to see me and i sell them a two hundred fifty thousand dollar porsche exactly <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean right, it, it's like because you actually had the time to mm -hmm. you know yeah people judge your appearance too heavy yeah. like like all the oh, time a good example of that you is know? like have you guys ever been to like holtz in, in yep. a square one bro there's a time where Leo, I remember he pulled out like with like shorts and like we have like a Filipino sandals. They're called chinelas. Yeah. <laughs> I look but like a, a he, fob, he bro. looks like a fob. Like I look like a fob, and like I was just in the waiting area, and all the sales associate, because like my boy wanted to buy like a. Uh, some Alexander McQueens and I came with him and I looked like a straight fob. You were just comfortable. You're, you know, like yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah. but I look like I, I like I look like I was basically like you know I just look poor as hell you know what i mean but like it is what it is like people judge you know and three sales like people comes up to me he's like can i help you like while i'm waiting like on a chair i wasn't even moving you know how they have a waiting area they're no. just chilling it and i felt like they thought that like what are you doing here like they thought that i was about to rob them or something you know yeah. what i mean like it's like well, you don't belong here why are you here type yeah, of stuff you can pick up on those vibes, you know what right? i mean well, well i, you know I feel like I mean? they're not like, teaching that enough nowadays and and you have to be more or such to say less judgmental mm -hmm. now especially now because you get, you got you know kids crypto whatever mm -hmm. you know ceos online you know guys are making money online and they were they roll around in shorts and sweatshirts yeah like okay so one of my biggest clients that i that i just got by fluke i don't believe i don't believe in fluke anything ever happens for a reason but i was working late and i like staying i always like staying late because for me it's not even work 
don't mm-hmm. consider it work. It's a passion, right? When you mm-hmm. love what you do, it's just like I'm 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 having fun mm-hmm. doing what I love, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm getting yeah. paid for it. So it's like yeah. you know, trifecta. Mm-hmm. But so I was there after hours and I I, I throw my tunes on through mm-hmm. this you know system and I'm walking back and forth from my computer to the printer. And I see this guy looking in the window, shorts, you know, flip flops, and he's mm-hmm. got these two like a younger girl daughter and and, mm-hmm. and, a, and a younger you know boy. And they're kind of looking in the window. We're, we're closed. And it clearly says we're closed at whatever mm-hmm. time, but I was there late. So I unlocked the door and like, oh, sorry. we didn't. You know, I said, no, no, don't worry. Come on in. You know, like I know that the, the, I just saw the look in the kid's eyes. Like mm-hmm. he really wanted to see it. Right? And I was like that when, 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 when you were a kid. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, and this guy, you know, seemed like a nice guy. He said, don't worry. They're well trained. I said, no sweat. It's all good. Mm. They're walking around. They're actually really respectful. And he's walking around. And I'm, you know, anyone else, he walks into any, like you said, one of these holds mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, you know, different box stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know especially like these higher end like Benz are known mm-hmm. for that there's like this like stigma that the, the you know salesmen they don't they don't who is this guy what is he you know mm-hmm. so they would have looked at him and judged him and me I just I treated him like I do anybody man yeah but bro humility goes such a long way yeah. you know what I'm saying like you just have to show every single human that like bro like we're the same we're people yeah. you know what I mean like with everything like every time I do business with people like let's say if I go to Holtz right and mm-hmm. I see a person and you could tell this person's just a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I don't want to do shit with this guy. And then I'm going to go make sure he sees that I'm going to spend $10,000 just on clothes just for fun because this guy pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to prove a point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you could have gotten this commission, but just because you're judgmental, yeah. you lost it. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of people would lose opportunity just because of their ego. Oh, you know what sure. I mean? Like, ego is such a bad thing in, in all businesses, bro. Especially barbers, bro. Like, mm-hmm. barbers are the most egotistical people in the world. Like, I've heard. you know, like, it's just super, like, they think that they're the shit. And, like, just because they're fully booked all the time, like, they don't have time for nobody. Like, they make they make their client feel like crap when they ask them for things and stuff. Like, you're not going to be able to eat if you don't have clients, bro. Yeah. yeah. And you those are the ones that don't survive. And look at you guys. You know what what I you mean? guys like, have done in, in the past, like what year and year and a half? Like, yeah. It's huge. But yeah. it, I, be, I, 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 I could have seen I seen it coming because you guys are just. I gotta say, what you guys are doing is huge. Thank you, man. For your community, for for the guys, you, the youths you got with you, working with mm-hmm. you, and teaching them, and and then even this and everything, it's it's huge. It's big. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is just fun. Yeah. We were just like, yeah. Yeah. Leo was just like, yo, let's start a podcast. I was like. Sure. This is the way that, that things are going now. And I love watching podcasts. That's yeah, it's nice yeah. because like, is... they get to see more of you outside yeah. like their, their actual industry. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Even though, because they, they're going to think that like, oh yeah, I know him as a person and stuff like that. And then they see a different light of you. Yeah, You know what I mean? And then they can't judge as easy. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Because like, hold on, I know that guy. And then they know, oh, the podcast. Yeah. And then they feel like you see them and there's mm-hmm. like, there's that whole wall or whatever. Mm-hmm. Judgment was broken down. And yeah. that just like that, that human connection right yes. like you know like let's say we have the same interests and stuff like see look we're talking about cars i'm pretty sure a lot of people love cars right mm-hmm. you know and like we're just not talking about us cutting hair all the time like yeah. you know because like people are like when you're a barber like you're almost labeled as just just you're just a barber yeah but i'm a gambler too you know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> i'm a poker player, yeah. Yeah. I'm a poker player. no Yo. but yeah you talk to so many different people and mm-hmm. they can come from like all walks of yeah. life so you mm-hmm. kind of get like all sorts of topics that you're going to be talking about. Exactly. You know, which is awesome. The day. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, yeah. And it's the same in my business too, the characters. And that's why I love the high rent cars. Like I'll, I'll sell anything. Like we, mm. we carry at where I'm at now at MVL in, in Oakville here. Mm. We got anything from like, you know, whatever, a $10,000 Hyundai all the way up to a million dollar Ferrari. So we have mm. everything in between. So, that's but, sick. but I love dealing with the high rank. I find there's so many characters. It's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> like even with barbers, right? So yeah. I noticed like, Obviously, you see all walks of life, but like my guys that are like that are super high end, they're just. I think the the thing that separates the people that are very very like high up there in like like society when it comes to like let's say like you know like uh like their social status and stuff, their drive is insane. Bro. Crazy work ethic, yeah, like, huge. These people do not sleep. You know what I mean? Like I there's this guy like um his name is Costa and he's super sick, bro. This guy's always just working all the time, freaking taking calls all the time. Even my mentor Kevin, bro, my mentor Kevin today, like he was up at like, you know, like six thirty in the morning, just texting me, yo, 
what is it called? Uh, he's like, oh, call me when you wake up. Yeah. At like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. And then I call him. Boom, I call him. Whatever. Okay, I'll talk to you in like the next 15 minutes. He calls me again the next 15 minutes. And then, oh, I got to get this call. Like his phone is blowing Blow up, up yeah. every freaking like almost 10 minutes, bro. Busy because guy, he's, he's always in the middle of like meetings and stuff. Yeah. Like I think this guy has a meeting with the bank like four or five times a day. <laughs> Well, even remember, I think it was his last haircut. He was on the phone. He was speaking English and he hangs up and then he calls again or he gets a call and then he's speaking Punjabi. Yeah. And it's yeah. about, and then he says bank. So I guess it's like the exact same thing, you know? <laughs> so I'm just like, damn. Yeah. See, like, that's, you know? see, like being around those people that are super high driven and like, you know, like the, the things that they've done before, like you, I love learning from them because like, you know, certain like, energy, you, right? yeah, they, they have a certain energy, like you said, like the the high end people, like their their energy are are different. You know, well, I think the sickest thing too is like I remember, um, like Jordan, you were talking to me about your mentor mm -hmm. and how you would sometimes like go out with him for like a Friday night dinner and just like catch up and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the sickest thing because you're like showing like homage to like who you are as a person now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I brought. Um my one of my first mentors in the business out well i always say i say i brought him out but at the end of the day he won't let me pay i'm like dude i'm like i want to i want to pay back somehow and you yeah. know what? he said the most noble thing to me it was crazy it was humbling he, he you know i said what can i do to pay back because you know i want to show you where i'm at right now like i'm getting called on cars that are you know three point some million dollars mm. and i was a lot boy for you I was a wash boy. That's how I started. Mm -hmm. And he saw some of me and he helped me bring me up the ranks. And actually, when shit got like crazy in my life, like mm -hmm. the one time where I was like, I, I talk rock bottom, the mm -hmm. only guy who ever called, not, none of my friends, not my, my family, like not my, my parents were always there, but mm -hmm. they knew my situation too closely. But he was the only one that called me. He was mm -hmm. like, I was literally like, I was, I remember I was sitting at Tim Morton's. I'm like, yo, this is. Uh, if this is rock bottom because I'm now I'm like I'm, you know you get you get kind of messed up thoughts right, mm -hmm. but he called me and it was like a godsend and he says what are you doing what happened to the situation and I told him no this and that he's like no 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 he's like you're gonna start working again he's like he's like I, I got keys to the castle right now and my first order of business is bring you back mm -hmm. and for me on a resume I'm like that's sick like I got I got let go one place to mm -hmm. go to another and then they call me back mm -hmm. that's huge right mm -hmm. so but I brought him out for lunch and. Uh, or he brought me, I should say, mm -hmm. and we talked. And the one thing he told me, he says, "Listen, don't I don't want nothing from you except for one day, you're gonna do what I did for you." That's so sick. That's awesome. Like See? pass it down, find yeah. someone for Bro, you to mentor, and pass exactly. down this knowledge, right? Well, that's exactly like what I feel like I have to do now at this point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like especially with the guys that we're teaching and stuff like that, because. You know, like a lot of kids, you know, come from certain situations and stuff like that. And I want to be, I want to be able to tell them to just be like, yo, just because you come from certain situations doesn't mean you can't succeed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because like I was, I was that kid too one, one time, you know, I was a kid where teachers used to tell me I'm not going to graduate high school until 25. And like a bunch of, you know, like a bunch of my friends, like, you know, like I grew up in Oakville, bro. And you know how Oakville is, you know? And, and Leo like, is always this tatted, you know, like, like as a kid. Yeah. So he was labeled as something. Well, I was yeah. always labeled as a bad kid, and being surrounded by like uh like my friends and like their their parents and like and stuff like that, it made me want to do more because I became exposed to a lot of things. Like, yeah, good influence. Yeah, I, I became exposed to like let's say a nice house, yep. a nice whip. You know what I mean? Or like just all these things because like I want to be able to do this for my family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And now I'm trying to do the same thing for like all the, all these kids. Which yeah, is, being selfless is huge, man. Yeah, like man. That people, I feel like that's so rare these days, but there's so, like it's so, there's no, like you can't put a number. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's valuable, man. Mm -hmm. Like to be able to do that. People just change up and money is involved to be honest. Yeah. Bro. Fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when, when money's involved, people just become a bunch of weirdos. You know, yep. Like, there's so much money in this world. Like, well, why are you changing up on yeah. this? Like, you know, like, it could never be as bad as when I was in the Philippines, bro. That's how I see it. You know what I mean? Like, I could do the most messed up things, but I would never be as bad as when I first was born. But like the way my parents was, you know, yeah. like they're like they were never they couldn't feed us, bro. Like for three days, we didn't sleep. Like we didn't eat for three days. Yeah, like yeah. so, like if you lost everything here in Canada, like it would never be even as, as bad, bad no. as this, like the situation. Not at all. That's Man, why every I... time you go back to the Philippines, it, it always humbles me. You yeah. know, because like my mom would tell us stories, and I would just picture like all the things that my mom used to say to us, to like the things I'm watching mm. around me in the Philippines. Yeah, mm -hmm. like but my mom used to say, "I didn't feed you guys for three days, so like I would just put you guys to sleep." 
you know, hmm. just so you guys forget about being hungry. I mean, imagine how tough that was for her. Yeah, you know, exactly. The stuff that they do for us that, and as kids, we don't realize, right? No, and they were older, like, damn, Man, that must have been tough. I don't know if you know this, but I, I met my mom when I was like nine years old. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. But me and my mom are close now, you know? That's awesome. But it's because when I got older, I was like, oh shit, the reason why my mom left to another country is because she needed to provide for us, you know? And like, I don't, I don't sh- like show any like grudge or anger towards yeah, it. Yeah, because you know she was sacrificing. Yeah. Because like, but at at an early age, I thought, oh shit. So like, you, we don't know, it. right? Yeah, we, yeah exactly. Later, like, I think when I was like 18, 19, that's when I'm like, oh shit, life is fucking hard, man. Yeah, bro, it's super hard, super man. Hard. Like, I feel like everyone in Canada is so damn privileged, man. You know, yeah. like we're all so privileged. Like it's like you just you could get it. Just you just gotta work, man. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah. in the right way. You know, yeah, yeah in the right, the right way. Opportunities yeah, yeah opportunities in the right way. Yeah, like let's say, like, bro, there's always gonna be a job. Let's say if I was unemployed today, I could work tomorrow. That's yeah. how easy it is to get a, a job in Canada. Yeah. But too many people have certain egos where, let's say, let's say if they were like a CFO of a company and then their company went under mm. and they try to just get the same job all the time, but you could get a job that's like paying fifteen bucks an hour like that if you wanted to, but they just don't have that you know that humility of like just going ego. down sometimes you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like ego and you know just because you were making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year doesn't mean that you're not you're not you're not too good to be making forty thousand a year yeah. oh. you know what i mean you could always just build yourself up you know yeah no one's crazy, no one's man. invincible and everyone like you said we're all the same we all bleed the same color mm-hmm. we all sleep you know we all eat it's mm. all you know so i said my wiener is a little smaller than yours <laughs> hey, jordan ran, random question has anyone ever tried to buy a car with a uh, crypto I've, i i sold a 2021 porsche 911 turbo s from an email that i got at 3 a.m from a, a returning customer which i never checked my emails on a sunday morning but yeah. i was like i don't know what, well i shouldn't say that because i don't like having the red numbers on my email mm. like if i if i go to somebody say let me see your your, your phone let's see your email. if they see it, there's <laughs> a bunch of me, red like, oh. <laughs> like like you, know, yeah. you gotta be on top of your stuff man you know what i mean well i don't use email <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. like well, at all but yeah in this field like <laughs> it's, bookings, yeah. I book my email all the time. but no it, it, like i got the email check he's like yo i got this car i see you guys use you know, i accept crypto i know i know the brokerage you use i know the guy mm. like, so i call him i'm like first of all 3 a.m you must have been partying Imagine like, what, 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 what kind of decisions? What kind of car was it? It's a Porsche 911. It was 360 grand. Holy crap! Oh, right. You just yeah. like, yo, you popped yeah, those bottles, bro. That's yeah. Costa's yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 he started haggling with me. I was like, okay, well, listen, this and that, you know, winter tires, blah, blah, blah. He's like, okay, but I want it today. I'm like, but he's bro, in it's, Ottawa. It's, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to fly in. I'm going to fly in. I was like, I need you. To, I'm like, I'll take an Uber. I said, no, no, I'll pick you up. He's like, yeah, because we're going to stop at the bank and I'm going to get you. Know, I said, I can't take crypto. So mm-hmm. he's all just don't worry. I'll get a draft done. He, I sat for, I sat waiting for him outside the parking lot at the plaza somewhere here. At the RBC for so long, he's like, bro, can you imagine? It's like I earned this stuff, and they're they're giving me a hard time to get it. But yeah. I finally got it. So like anyway, he has knew, the money, but it's like they're giving yeah. him a hard time. So I knew this guy. I knew this How guy. How much was the bank draft for that car at the time? It was like two ten, two twenty. Holy, something like yeah. yeah, I bet you they're asking them all these questions. Like, are you being robbed or being this yeah. and stuff? Because oh, yeah. that's been happening to me a lot lately, man. When it comes to like, <laughs> I go to the bank and they're like, "This is anyone trying to sell you crypto and stuff?" I'm like, "No, no man." It's because there's lots of frauds you know going on. Like, it's chasing me, bro. I'm like, "Why is it me all the time?" Like, just give me the loot. I'm trying to get out of here. I've got time for this shit, bro. Well, people wonder why these banks are, are falling apart left, right, and center. It's like they they, they don't want to take your cash. And they don't want to give you your money. Yeah. So what do you want to do? You just want to like, bro. It's yeah. crazy. But I I noticed the difference though. Like ever since like let's say I became a business owner, like the way the bank treats me, is so different, different compared to like when I was you know like when I was just starting out whatsoever you know mm-hmm. like the way the bank treats me is just now like yo open hand come over here baby yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. that we like but that wait, interest finish your story man I want to hear this so, so, <laughs> no, I, I know, yeah so I know the guy moves fast right so I ended up emailing him then I called him. 
And then uh, he was like, you know, I'm in Oakville. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like he was come visiting. He's like, yeah, it's Sunday. You guys are closed. Like, Don't worry, I got the keys. I live two seconds. And that's that's another thing I find is key is living close to where you work. Oh, yeah. beautiful, man. It's right? an underrated thing, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't underrated. touch the highway. Yeah. Uh, you get two stoplights, <laughs> yeah, 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 and I'm yeah, there yeah. three minutes door to door. That's huge. And Bro, I got the keys. So yeah. when when clients tell me that they drive like an hour and a half for their work, <laughs> I'm just like, bro, you take it in now. That's three hours a day. Yeah, in your car. Bro. In your car, and then do the math in 365 days. I bet you it's like 40 days. It's you're a in your lot car. Of hours. So I, I, when I started yeah. as a wash boy mm. and I was given the opportunity at Humberview Motorsports, shout them out, mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, I was living in Ancaster at the time mm. and they were out by Sherway Gardens Damn. on the East Mall. Mm. So I used to drive that every day. Like from Oakville? From Ancaster. From Ancaster, Ancaster, Ancaster to Sherway. Boy, that's like a two-hour thing. <laughs> as a wash boy making, what, 11 bucks an hour? But I saw the opportunity. I'm like, mm. I get my foot in the door here. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to push it wide open. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I did. I, impre- I impressed Mike. Who's my mentor? Mm. Shout out to Mike Sultani. He's uh, he's uh, they call him the J- James Bond of the car industry. He's amazing. <laughs> oh, but he taught me everything word. I, I wanted to know. Bro. And my second mentor, Mike, another Mike. So it was always Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was so crazy. Yeah, yeah right. Meant right. <laughs> for greatness, bro. Yeah, so, but back to that story. So, anyways, I haul him up. He says, that, you know, I should met him at the dealership at like five or six p.m. on a Sunday, which a lot of that's their thing. These other dealerships, like Mercedes and whatever the, these these box store, you know, ego guys. They're like, oh, sorry, I don't work Sundays. My yeah, phone's off. Clothes. It's like, oh, that's not like nah, us too, man. bro. My phone's always yeah, we, talk, on. we talk about this yeah. all the time. Me and Luigi talk open about this seven all the time. days a week. You're the one that mentioned it. You're yeah. like, yo, you guys are the only barbershop open Huge. seven days a week. Hell yeah. Because yeah, I'm a Sunday yeah. client. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, f- I find that crazy that some people, anyways, but that's a different. So I went there, met him. Bro, he, he came in, gave him a quick tour, showed him the car. He looked at it. Yeah, looks pretty good. It, it, the car was pretty much brand new anyways. It had like oh, 1,100 kilometers. Mm. Sits in it for literally not even two minutes. And he's like, and he looks at his girl he's with. What do you think? Yeah, it's nice. Okay, I'll take it. And he goes <laughs> like this on his phone. He's like, boom. He's like, you'll have the money in your account tomorrow. You'll have Damn. the crypto done. I'm like, he's like, but I got to drive back with me. I'm like, okay. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's done. Yeah. So is it like any like different paperwork or anything like that? Like no, that was like the most straightforward easy ever. Like it was just like I think barely even a bill of sale. Like here's the bill of sale, paid crypto, boom. Like it was done. That's crazy. Three hundred sixty grand plus tax. It was nuts. How many Bitcoin is that? Yeah. (laughs) Well, to him it was like I'm sure a drop because I remember when when I sold the first car, my manager Mm. at the time he looked him up, my leasing manager, and he's like, if I'm doing the math correctly from what this guy owns and shares. And what it's worth now, and this like it's crazy. Mm. So it's a drop in the but. So he didn't even drive the car or anything before he paid for it. Well, now you know. For or me, do like people even really do that when we they don't, want to I, buy the car? I cars. don't do that um, yeah. right now, or or really ever with these higher end stuff. Like basically, when somebody and you can you can that, that helps actually filter out a lot of people too, because yeah. like people come like, oh, I want to drive this Lambo. It's like, yeah, go to Lambo and see if they'll let you drive it. Right. You, think, you think I'm going to throw you the keys that easy? Like, like oh, Lambo, yeah, you know? for yeah. sure. Because, like, the liability is huge, bro, when oh, it comes yeah, to that sure. stuff. Exactly. You know? Yeah, insurance like, is too much here, yeah, especially bro. in this province. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so so what I end up doing, and I have, a, you know, you, you learn these these kind of these, uh, I guess you can call it uh, sayings or, or, or like a sentence that I go, listen, we, we don't do test drives. It's company policy. Uh, however, if we do a deal and numbers look good, we can do a deal subject to a final drive. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at that point, there's, and I've rarely ever had it. I've only had it, I think, a handful of times where guys are like, yeah, I just don't, I don't see me, you know, owning this car because it didn't drive the way I was expecting it to, right? Mm. Rarely. Yeah. I had actually that's a funny story how I got my car. Mm. The guy, the guy, you know, I actually that was a crazy situation because everyone in the country seemed to want this car. I think it was like it was priced right and uh, manual is rare. So. What car is it? It was Aston Martin 2007 Aston Martin Vantage uh, V8 stick. Jeez. And yeah, so we were all getting leads. I was getting email leads. And I, and I work with three other sales guys and the owners they sell to. So I was like, fuck, we had tons of e- email leads. And then I got the phone call lead because, oh, that's the other thing. Like to, to get like phone calls and, and walk-ins, you got to be like whoever's there usually first. And I'm... You know me, I, I I get there at like a quarter to six in the morning sometimes. Yep. Early, early bird gets the worm. Man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you start work at six in the morning every day? Uh, not every day. Like like, mm. I try. I was like, it's all about routine, right? Because mm. then you get home, you're zonked, but then you want to play poker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Two a.m. <laughs> like, you guys yeah. go yeah. on poker, bro. Yeah, might as well pull on lighter. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh. So, but no, it's uh, so I end up, and then I remember I was 
trying to get this guy in and I've worked him for, for the whole like day. And then nobody saw the first day, but the second day he was on his way in. And, but then some other guy came in and another sales guy was dealing with him, showing him the car. I'm calling this guy freaking out. I'm like, you are, you're supposed to be here. He's like, I'm on my way. I just had to get my kid. And I hear the kid crying in the back and his wife and, and I'm on a zoom call with my company. And I'm like, Oh my God. And, and, and I'm like, well, there's a guy by the car. So I'm telling you like, like, I'm going to meet you, like, I'm going to get the bill of sale done and the email ready, and I'm going to meet you out front in, in the parking lot with the machine. And I literally, like, he, I'm like, I'm not going to show you the car unless you put a deposit. Like, so you sure want the car? Yeah, yeah, okay. He, as soon as he parked, he ran to the front door. I ran, I met him, took the deposit, <laughs> sent the email. The guy was in the office of the sales guy, and I just hear, what the? Like he just yelled, "What?" And he's like, oh, "Give me one second. He came out. Like, Are you serious? Are you serious, bro? Like, and I'm like, "Yeah, man. Sorry, I've been working the guy for like a day and a half. Like, you know, he wanted it, you take it. So, tell the guy. So you guys like, were basically like racing to like sell it, who could sell this but car. It's, first, it's right? like that, man. It's like that. Like I've I've seen I saw it happen when I first got there. Like people will see one sales guy with a customer, and they can tell that he's on a certain car. And if you've been working a lead on that car for whatever it be a couple of days or or a week. Mm-hmm. You, you got to tell a customer, listen, this is like do or die. Like act now. If you're, if you're even thinking about it, do it. Mm-hmm. And and I tell them, listen, put the deposit. We'll lock it down. Mm-hmm. 40, 48 hours, 72 hours max. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you wake up tomorrow and you say, what have I done? You give your money back. We, we refund your deposit. We're not in the business of holding money. Yeah. yeah. That's what I tell my clients. But, you know, so you always, sometimes they need that little nudge. I'm not a, I'm not a hard close kind of sales guy. I'm like the most easygoing guy. Like I'll show a Lambo guy. Like, yeah, let me know. What do you think? Whatever. And then sometimes you won't, you'll hear from them the next day. Sometimes you never hear from them. One time I had a couple, same thing going about like trying not to judge people. Mm-hmm. They came in, you know, sweatshirts, sweats, whatever, you know, flip flops, whatever. And just, you know, they look like just, you know, whatever, normal couple. But I can tell the other sales guys, they would kind of, especially if I like a box store, they judge, mm-hmm. right? I show them, they were like, oh, we, we wanted to see you guys got this Ferrari. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll show it to them, this mm-hmm. and that. And then he started, talking to me about his Ferrari. And I'm like, okay, so I'm listening. Okay. And because sometimes though, too, people use that as a tactic to try to feel more comfortable mm-hmm. when, they, when they don't, but they'll say they do or whatever. Mm-hmm. But so I kind of grain of salt, grain of salt. I always mm-hmm. say, take everything with a grain of salt. Like I'm not going to bank on one thing or not believe one another. I would yeah. just take a little, okay. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, uh, okay, well, we were here visiting. Uh, we'll let you know. No problem. Here you go. Here's a quote, blah, blah, blah. I don't hear nothing for like two months. And then sure enough, then I get a, uh, an email and they're saying, hey, we're considering, and now the luxury tax is coming. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you guys heard about the luxury yeah, tax. Yeah, the luxury yeah, yeah. Tax. So that's For the $100,000 cars. Right? That's the dumbest thing ever, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, as if they don't get enough of our yeah. yeah. Stupid. So, so anything over 100 grand, between 100 and 200, any overage from the 100 is 20%. So let's say 150, right? Mm-hmm. It's 20% of 50 grand. Oh, I thought it was only 10. No, that's after 200. So anything oh. over 200 is just flat 10% oh, of the whole price. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so they're looking so at a car stupid. that's three hundred seventy five grand. Mm-hmm. Now add ten percent. Yeah, yeah. Talking about forty grand almost. Yeah, forty bands for no right? reason. So they're freaking out and like, well, because already they're paying heavy tax out west. They're from I think Calgary or, or Manitoba or something, mm-hmm. and they're freaking out. They're like, well, you know what about this luxury tax? I'm like, well, listen, I don't want to speculate. So I don't want to say it's going to happen and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's not going to happen and it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, other, I believe that other guy, opportunist salesmen would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, it's going to happen. You better buy now. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. but I just, I had a feeling, I'm like, you know what? The government, I, I said, that they'll, they'll make a decision whenever they want and they're able to do it whenever they want. So I'm not going to say one way or another. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, they ended up saying, you know what? We, we, we don't want to take the risk. They bought the car and it, the luxury tax didn't even happen. They postponed it. Mm. They went from January. They said, it was gonna happen. They said, oh, we meant June. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's like, mm. but they bought it, but they, they were able enough for, to see that I'm not an opportunist. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. That's the other thing. I feel like a lot of sales guys, you know, the, you ask them a question. If, if they don't know, they'll try to finesse some kind of answer. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll just say, you know what? I don't know, but let's find out. And I pull up my phone. Yeah. Yeah. This is the way to that car. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not a know-it-all. I don't know yeah, anything, but we can find out together. Exactly. Thing, I'm, I'm like, I'm just a listener at this point now too. Like, you know, cause a lot of people are just a bunch of scammers, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, like yes. I just listen to what people are saying. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of me like saying something first type of stuff, like the way I'm going to respond to you is based on what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm 100%. saying? You know, because some people just try to big ups themselves all the time, you know, for the, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, you know, yeah. and they actually they end up looking worse than they than they exactly, you know? and, and and that's another thing. I I I learned a lot from my father with sales. The mm-hmm. first thing was sell yourself, and the other one was uh, he said not to, to sound one way or another with 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 car sales guys. But he said, you know, there's a difference between a used car 
you know, pusher and, and a new car sales professional, mm-hmm. he's like, well, you'll notice one guy, you go to look at a used car, or whatever, he'll talk your ear off, say with this and that. And the other. Mm-hmm. You won't even, you, he'll tell you stuff you won't even want to know or, yeah. or care to know. Yeah. But you go to a, a, a professional sales and any, and that's in any business, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll listen. Mm-hmm. They'll only say what, you know, as an answer, the way for you mm-hmm. to say. So a lot of times, like on my bigger deals, like uh, you know, some some Lambos and Ferraris, I literally, I remember, I hear this in my head. I think of that my father saying that. I just, just shut up, because I love talking with people too. Yeah. And obviously rambling on, like, yeah. I know, but I just, I, I put my hands, and and I listen. Exactly. I That's the best nothing. way. Just listen. Mm-hmm. You know. I said, would you rather question, doggy? All right. Uh okay. So since you're from Montreal, would you rather live in Montreal or in Toronto? Oh, right now? Yeah, or like, which city do you prefer? Oh, man, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, there's two different ways I, I look at different cities. So Montreal, there's a lot of culture. There's a mm. lot of, like, family orientation. You know, they call it la joie de vivre. You know, they, they like to enjoy life. You speak fluent fl- fl- French, obviously. Yeah. Say we don't know it. French, buddy. Yeah. We don't know French. Okay. Okay. French. French sounded cool. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> no, but the, joy, the, joy, the joy of life, essentially, is what it is. Yeah. And, 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 for instance, like, dealerships, last time I checked, the, in, in Montreal, they're closed at, during the week at 6 and are open weekends. Mm-hmm. Here it's like 9 p.m. Well, let's see if we can get them to stay till 10 or 11. Oh, Sundays. You guys have Sundays off? No, we're going to open up a Chrysler dealership on a Sunday. That's when everybody's going to buy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, I feel like there people enjoy life and have family. And, and even like when you go out and you're talking to chicks and you pick up, as long as you have, show them a good time, make them laugh, smile, they'll, they'll come home with you. They'll come party, whatever. Here it's like, you're not a ball player. Don't talk to me. Yeah, like exactly. how many, what, what are you drinking? Now? Bro, this is why Jordan is yeah. here. We gotta go to Montreal. I said, sure. <laughs> so much. Every time. Oh, bro, Toronto <laughs> is just so. Bro, I hate Toronto. You know what? I hate Toronto. It's so egotistical. Toronto like- is like. Toronto has nice places, like with food, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after the food, when you go out, it's just like. Yo, what is this? It's just super egotistical. Like now I, at this I, point, I get you know? it because like I went to Montreal. I was young when I when I first went to Montreal, but everyone was so friendly. Yeah. Like people are saying like, oh, if you don't speak French, like Montreal people are assholes. I'm like, yeah, but like You'll when you go out, it's lit. It's not, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but no, they start you off young for sure in Montreal. But here, you know, so the way I look at Toronto though, the way if I can in a nutshell from here, I look at it like, well, the way my parents sold it to me when they were moving here and at that point they're like, you need cover not, but you got to get away from Montreal becomes a small city very fast, especially with the wrong crowd. Oh yeah, and it, and like you can stay, but you we don't know how long if you know. Uh, but then they said if you come, it's like it's the L.A. or New York City of Canada, and then there's a lot of opportunity if you make it there, you make it anywhere, you know, you know, New York mm-hmm. stuff. And the way I look at it is, it literally was. I took it like that. Like if I'm gonna go from Ancaster to Sherwood Gardens every day as a wash boy, mm-hmm. it's like c- cement, concrete walls. That's all it is. Like focus. And game time. So go nonstop. Do stuff like that people aren't ready to do. Vision, baby. Yeah, man. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to our 15th episode with Jordan. And Jordan's going to link you guys on how you can reach him. And- yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, I got a personal and a, and a business Instagram. My personal is just called Jordo. That's because me, the best way to reach me is just by, by phone call, man. 905-379-3344. Just give me a call. And I, I get so much more done on a phone call than an email or text. And then my my business one is uh, Jordan.MVLLeasingLTD. If you guys ah. ever need a Ferrari, just shout out to my car. Any car. Any car. Any car. Yeah, sir. All right.